Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You'd like to see me go vegan? Yes. Time to go vegan. <laughs> well, for the right price, I'll basically do anything. He will do anything. I will do anything. And it is a religion at this point. Do you think that some of it could be? It is. It could be. It's an ethical view. Okay. Ethical views, okay. not a religion. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, etc., etc. I've heard that vegans last longer. That's something you've said before. Is that true? I believe so. There's definitely a lot of evidence supporting that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when did you first hear about me? When you made that first video about me. And, I was like, uh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> 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 I already got good biceps. Oh, how's that. the Warwick Farms on it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Vegan games. You know what they say, you can't spell slaughter without laughter. <laughs> it's true. I hear him chat to the noise, move too quick, can't stop for the talking. I hear him chat with the boys, man so tough, but must keep walking. Ladies and gentlemen, finally, it has happened. The first episode is here. Cancel Me Now is live. I'm here with the great man, Bluey Nielsen. Bluey, welcome to the show, you dirty prick. Let's How go. Are you? Mate, oh. I'm covered in shit again, straight from a job site. Straight from the straight job site. Straight to the fucking dojo. Mate, last week there was a TikTok that went viral of you talking about eating ass. You are a dirty pig. It's happening. It's happening. This is how I want to be known now as a fucking dirty ass-eating fucking scaffolder. Nice. What a d- this is <laughs> You've it. made it. We've You've arrived. Imagine if they put that on your school report when you're kid. Anyway, so today, the first episode, Cancel Me Now. We're here, we're live, and we have an amazing guest. Someone who I've been in a war with for the last 24 months. Butting heads. Butting heads, butting meat and veggie <laughs> diets and just going at it, hammer and tong. Some people have said that we have some sort of tension between us. Others have said that I'm a rude piece of shit. <laughs> that was her that said that. Um, <laughs> but I can't wait to talk to the great Tash Peterson vegan booty, the Muhammad Ali <laughs> of the broccoli industry. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what's going to fucking happen here. Like, this is like, I feel like I want to be a mediator. I feel like she might get on my nerves also. Do you want to be a mediator, though? Well, I don't know, because if we both just start fucking teeing off, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's going to be good, like, because obviously you guys have got differing opinions. We got beef. You got beef. <laughs> pardon the pun. We got beef. We got beef. Uh, so, like, if, you know, I feel like if we both turn on a, could be a fucking messy conversation. I feel like if I'm there to keep the peace and maybe steer it a little bit. Yeah. But I also know that, like, it's, it's, she's it's an angry. Be, it's, it's, I've seen, we've all seen the videos of Vegan Booty and we've all seen her get angry and it's great. It's, it's fun. It's hilarious. And it's hilarious. And I don't want to have her on because, you know, I, I have, she has, we've spoken over DMs before. She had some death threats and I'll, I'll bring that up today in the That's show. That's not cool. No, but she, yeah, I just, I was just letting her know that um, if she keeps fucking with me, I'll send her some more. <laughs> <laughs> no, she got some death threats and uh, a particular person had sent them to her and I actually touched base and said, you know, this isn't from me. This dude has sent me death threats too. So 
um, I, I, I think our relationship went from this, you know, back and forth, you know, she hated me, I hated her. We didn't actually know each other. We just yeah. making fun of each other to a, a mutual respect of sorts. Um, or at least that's how I like to play it out when I'm bullying someone. <laughs> <laughs> that makes um, you feel better, does it? It, does. it makes, it makes you feel a little bit better about what you're doing. Yeah, good, good, yeah. good. good. No. Whatever helps you sleep at night. But mate. No, she, she, other than her dietary um, choices, and I, I, I guess she's just a normal human being. But you did say she was pretty cool. She was, like, she was nice. Yeah, you did say she was like pretty reasonable. Cordial when you were trying to tee this up, yeah, cordial you did say she was word. pretty cool. Uh, and um, you know, I'm here. I didn't wear my anti-vegan shirt uh, because it's summer and it's quite hot. I, but I am wearing this shirt that's a Fuck You to the Moon 2 shirt. Great merch. It does have some food stains on it, and I think they may be animal-based. Red so meat. They may be. So uh, we'll find out. But this is the first episode of Cancel Me Now, the brand-new podcast. That is available on Spotify. And if you are listening to this on Spotify right now, I hope you get the hardest erection of your life tonight with the missus. Good fucking on ya. And if you are a lady, I hope you get a big, hard clitty, all right? That's what I whap. hope for you. We want whap. Whap-ass pussies, all right? We want the pussies to be whapping. Stop playing with that fucking microphone, Sorry, Bluey. sorry, Good sorry, group. producer Connor. I fucking I fiddle when I'm excited. I know. We don't, I don't want this podcast to just be funny and entertaining. I want it to be an aphrodisiac as well. I want arousing. We want babies to be made whilst listening to us. In your ears. Okay? Yeah, I want you to wear, give your missus one of the AirPods, you put the other one in, and you know what? Maybe, I don't know how iTunes works it, maybe through Apple iTunes or maybe through Spotify, you know, your voice could be in one earphone and mine's in the other, and we're just like, yeah. High fidelity. Yeah, oh, why don't you stick your finger in her ass? <laughs> Before we go any further, I want to just stress this. I want to provide not just a new channel, all right, because I wanted to move away from uploading them all on the same channel because so people go to different channels for different reasons. This is the podcast channel. It's where the clips are, where the podcast is. I want to offer you guys something right now. I want to make this into a community. That's why down below next to the subscribe button, which you should push, is a join button. If you have the cash, basically just Give me some cash. <laughs> if you have the cash, I want you to become a part of the community, which will mean that you won't have to, if you become a member, you won't have to get watch the ads. There'll be no ads, which is fantastic. We won't have to rely on sponsors. It'll be com- community-driven. We won't have to worry about what we're talking about. We won't be like, oh, we can't say that because this sponsor will get shitty. I had sponsors when the whole uh, Christchurch thing happened. I had sponsors pull out. I got them all back, though, because they, they wanted to uh, <laughs> look all, oh, look at us. We, we we're can, loyal. We're so, no, they were like, oh, we're going to keys cancelled. We don't want to work with him anymore. And then two weeks later, yeah, well, can we come back? Ah, fucking you fucking cats. But we don't want to have to rely on that. So basically, if you become a member of the Cancel Me Now podcast, uh, through that button uh, that you can press below that says the join, uh, what you get is basically ad-free content. You get access to everything before everybody else. So you will get this podcast, I think it's a day earlier than everybody else. You will also get, and this is what I have right here, ladies and gentlemen, I might even record this halfway through. You will also get, right, I'm recording right now on this, a behind-the-scenes video every single week, which is called, there's, there's Lordy standing behind the camera being a big creep. It's called Press Record, ladies and gentlemen, and this is basically what we're going to have when we have amazing people. I'm not even, it's not even fucking recording. The show called Press Record is not recording. 
It is called Press Record, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is a brand new show, and that's going to be only available for the people who become a part and a member of this community. So if you do have some spare change, maybe it's down the back of your lounge. Maybe it's in your asshole. Break it out. Become a part of the channel, and I'll love you forever. Anyway, that's all I've got to say on that matter. So, Bluey, what do you know about Tash Peterson? Vegan boot. I know she's a, for lack of a better term, a super pest. Super pest. That's what I would describe. Uh, that that kind of activism and demonstration is just being a making a fucking real nuisance out of yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's obviously a, a very. Is it militant? Is it a militant? Uh, she is. Is she's, that is that is that type of protesting vegan? Yeah. Activist. So just very very staunch fucking vegan. Yeah. Basically, and I think and this is what I'm going to bring up with her. And I'll ask you. I'll ask you this question throughout the, the conversation. I think she's doing, like, I think she's doing veganism and animal rights a disservice by being so loud and so obnoxious that people just go, I don't want to deal with this this whole attitude of veganism. I'd rather just stay away from it and, and eat whatever. Who gives a fuck? I don't want to be one of these people. It's generally the way, and again, I don't know much about activism. To me, my when I see someone carry on like that, I don't care what they're what they're protesting for or fighting for, exactly what you're saying. I just want to go, shut the fuck up. What are you yeah. doing? There's a, there's a line and there's a there's a point where you go past getting your point across yes. and now you're just being a fucking goose. Yes. From what I've seen of Tash, she makes a fair goose out of herself. With all respect. With all due respect. With all respect. Now, <laughs> <laughs> remember, I'm saying with all due respect. So, you know, like like you're saying, there's a, there's a point – that you go past where you, you people are going to take you seriously and what you're saying seriously, yeah. and now you're just being a loud fuckwit. Yes. That being said, let's hear what she has to say. Now, like, I want to know. She- I, I do. I want to hear, and this is the whole point of Cancel Me Now. I want to take people who have been, maybe, you know, maybe their opinion isn't being listened to, and I want to actually have a conversation with them. It's going to be fun. It's going to be laughs. It's going to be enjoyable. But it's also going, we're going to get to the bottom of a lot of things. We're going to have vegan gains on the show. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> It's going to be great. And you know what? Um, I said in a, on a video, I said, I'd love to have vegan gains on, on, on the podcast. He emailed me. He messaged me. And I hadn't replied yet because I hadn't got a date yet sorted and all that type of stuff. And we didn't know when we were out of lockdown all that type of stuff. So he made a video and he was like, this buddy Butterfield, he's ducking me. <laughs> he's hiding from me. pussy. So I'm just not replying to him. I'm yeah. just going to let him. I'm going to have him on. Let him sweat. So I'm just letting him sweat. He's just sweating the, the, the cabbage at home. He's just sat home. Like a roast chook. Sweating a roast chook. <laughs> Sweating a Beyond Meat roast chook. That will be uh, that will be a aggressive podcast. It'll be I on, feel because yeah. he's a fucking. You guys were going to have a stink at one point, weren't you? Oh, oh, he's going to have a blue. He said he wanted to fight me, and oh, I don't know wow. if you know this about me. Not much of a fighter. Uh, <laughs> talk a big game. You're very tall though. I'm got long tall, arms, handsome, and stuff. And I get it. I've heard it all before, Bluey. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I don't I don't want to fight him. I've got enough issues with my brain. So. <laughs> Now, if you are new to me or Josh or Lordy behind the camera, we're not currently vegans. I don't know what gave it away, whether it's the skull here or the skull there. We're not vegans. No. We this well in reality, this whole table is a homage to death. There's a deer skull that Adam Green. Oh, sorry, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that Adam Greentree name dropper. I know that I drop his name all the time, but I, he's got so many things on my fucking table that I have to talk about it. Swinging off his cock. Oh, I love Adam. He's such a beautiful man. I want to make love to him. Um, this is uh, a spike head deer that he gave me. 
and that is a water buffalo from the Northern Territory, a Cape York buffalo, I believe is the correct term. There's also uh, a, a military helmet from America, an Australian and a German military helmet from the Second World War. A and a big of, knife. And a big fucking knife. A lot of death on this table. There's a lot of death. Um, so, and a glass that was here last week. Well done, Isaac. Dirty. There is one thing missing from this table, and that is the Joe Rogan prayer candle. Can I have my light? Sorry, Lordy. It has not Thanks been this, lit, Lordy. and it needs to be lit for this show to begin, ladies and gentlemen. In the words of Bruce Buffer, it's time. Did you know I did some ring announcing? Of course you did. <laughs> Back of course day. you fucking did. <laughs> I did ring announcing for a, yeah, sorry. St. <coughs> Rogie, look Sa- after us. St. Rogue Dogs. Uh, I did some ring announcing for a boxing event, and I did the whole Bruce Buffer. I was like, it's time! <laughs> um, and, like, the whole crowd, like, it was just people going in there to watch their friends and that yeah. and their family members box, and then I come out in a suit just screaming into a microphone in the fucking RSL that the microphone barely worked. Did you get the people going? I think so. At the end, at the start, they were just like, who the fuck is this unit? And then I was just in there screaming. And or, either, either the ring announcer or the world's shittest ring girl. <laughs> Imagine you as a fucking ring girl. Just my fucking big, mean, <laughs> childbearing hips just getting around. Big Absolutely. hairy cunt. Oh, I'm actually not that hairy. That's, 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 I'm not that hairy. Yeah. I once recently shaved like a um, landing strip above my cock. <laughs> And that should be what people are paying. If if you're subscribing and joining, they should be getting that kind of content. Well, that's well, what I want to see. If you want my OnlyFans, join the fucking membership here on Cancel Me Now. And, well, I, I did – there's two stories going on in my head right now. Let's go to the landing strip one. I, I thought it would be funny that for, is fucking for funny. Little Dixon when I whip my gear off. Sorry for Dad's watching this. When I whip my gear off just to walk around the house in the nude. To see a snail trail, not a snail trail. A, well, it was a snail trail. It was a snail trail all the way up to me fucking up here. And I thought it'd be pretty funny, right? It would be very funny. And she was just like, that's, that's, that's gross, that's mate. stupid, shave it off. disgusting. <laughs> but on the topic of people selling their nudity, yes. I did buy Vegan Booties OnlyFans. How was it? Um, You know how they talk about moments in time that change you know, the way you live the rest of your life. Pivotal. Pivotal moments. Moments that when you go back through the fossil record, they'll be able to find. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't was, that good. It wasn't that good. It wasn't no. that good. But, she, you know, whatever. She Apparently she's making 10 grand a I was going to say, what's she sting you for an OnlyFans subscription? I think it was like 15 bucks. For a month? For a month, but it was a business expense. You're right. You get the... I'll get a tax deduction on that. How good's that? Thank you, Australia. Um, yeah, no, it was a pivotal moment. I looked at it and I was a bit like, mm. it felt weird looking at it, right? Yeah. It felt weird because I'd made so many videos about vegan booty. I know people are like, oh, my God, another vegan video. Get over it. You watch it, you big idiots. I've got to make me cash. I'm not getting my cock out because my pubes haven't grown back. Um, yeah, 15 bucks. And what, what sort of content was she tossing up? Titties. Us and I just felt weird about looking at it because I had made so many videos about her. I felt weird uh, watching her nude. Yeah, and you have a missus too. That that yeah, but she but, <laughs> that's fine. But Dicky and I were both looking at it because we do that. If we we've, we've done that with a few people off like Married at First Sight, we'll buy their OnlyFans and just go, oh yuck yuck, that's gross. And then you'll quickly go and have a wink. I'm pretty quick. <laughs> I've rubbed them out in weird places too. Ooh. I've done it on a building site once. And I'm not a builder. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sucking. God, I gotta go where? Quick, quick, quick! Uh, I remember um, we were building our house. I would have been like 14, 
And uh, oh, you get weirdly horny when weirdly you're that age. Horny. Yeah, I reckon I rubbed it out more times in the ages of 14 to 16 than I have since. Since. And I, I was in the laundry. They were building the laundry and I was just there and I think Dad was like down the back doing something <laughs> and I just had a wank in this lawn. It was gross. <laughs> I'm a disgusting person. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's standard sort of 14-year-old 14, 14 behaviour. Yeah, it is. Like you just get like cra- there's crazy like hormones and like you're getting boners at like berserk times. You're like, fuck, I've just got to do yeah, what you got to do. Sitting on the bus. Got to take care of business. <laughs> and that vibration of the bus, it can get you going. TCB, take care of boners and business. And business. Same thing. You could, that should be on your, your fucking business card. All right. Uh, <laughs> is there anything we need to cover before we get the um, the, the boot on the line? No. I think um, I'm interested to see it unfold. Are you scared? A little bit. I'm a, a little, little bit, bit apprehensive. I know, right? Yeah. I don't know I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know. Because Lordy spoke to her on the phone during the week to try and get everything sorted with lighting and stuff. In He's her. very professional, this bloke. I know. He's great. We love Lordy. One day we'll give him a microphone. And um, he said that she's a bit standoffish. But that's fine. So are most people. She's a bit um, apprehensive. Maybe. Apprehensive, and she didn't know whether or not to trust Lordy. And I bet she doesn't know whether or not to trust us. So we'll have to go in easy. <laughs> but we can turn it on a little bit. Yeah, I think. What are you? What are you planning on sort of discussing with her? Well, I thought about talking about the uh, you know removing the troops from Iraq. I thought about uh, as a joke. <laughs> it's like fuck you've gone too here. <laughs> no, I just want to talk about her. Yep. I want to know who she is, where she's from, why she does what she does. Yeah. And um yeah, let's figure it out. So we're gonna change up the setting here. Josh is gonna come sit next to me. Um we're gonna get her on the zoom and we're gonna um see how it goes. See how it goes. So go. uh Yo Rogues, look after us. Look after us, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, she's in the building. The powerful, the terrifying, <laughs> the lunatic herself, it's Vegan Bernie. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> What's happening, mate? How's Perth? Yeah, pretty good. Now, yeah, I, COVID-free, I've, so. Oh, really? Well, I, I've heard some rumours that there was a bit of a conspiracy in Perth that the, the, the borders weren't shut down uh, for the coronavirus. They were shut down to keep you out. Is, can you comment on that? Yeah, probably true. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So people know all about basically our... Uh, ongoing uh, commentary on each other's lives. We, people know about um, what you get up to in the public eye. Uh, Tash Peterson is your name. Vegan Booty is your uh, online persona perhaps um, is the best way to, to, to call it that uh, or best thing to call it. Who are who are you? Tell us a bit about yourself because no one really knows much about you at all. You just sort of see you um, – out and about, to use the polite term. Very out and about. <laughs> yeah. Well, firstly, I'll just say I'm probably the opposite of what most people think I am. I guess they see the media stuff and think that I'm some very loud, crazy, psychotic person. Yes, that um, is. That and then is. they only see me in action when I'm protesting. Yes. But I'm actually the opposite of that, to be honest. I was the shyest kid in school. I'm actually a very quiet-natured and reserved, chill person when I'm not protesting. <laughs> yeah. You could have fooled me. 
because you, you I, really, I just grew up. You really do oh. when you when you walk oh. into um, sorry, you're right. There's a bit of a delay. That's fine. When you walk into an area that you're going to protest, or um, let's say anywhere, even like the KFC you went into, like that was you just walk in and start. Like that's like you know I obviously do stand up, so I can speak in public and stuff. But and you've you've done your, you do radio, you know we can speak in public. But to walk into a room full of strangers and just billow, billow, bellow, bellow uh, out whatever you happen to be bellowing about, um, that takes some. Big old lady balls, may I say. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I guess I that doesn't make me nervous, really. I don't really see anything, any issue with it. I, I'm just so passionate about getting that message of animal rights out there that I'm willing to put myself in these situations and speak out for them. Yeah, no, and I mean, you know, all the power to you with what you do. You, you really do... Um, you know, believe in your cause. And I think there's a lot of people that have their own causes that they, they believe in, but they don't really go out there and put their body on the line. And regardless of whether or not we agree or disagree on certain things, you, you certainly have to give Tash uh, the time of day for going out there and, and giving it her all, even if she is wrong. I think it's important <laughs> to go out there. See, I've got a smile over it. Hooray. <laughs> um, to go out there and, you know, a lot of people will live their lives, uh, you know, live their lives of quiet desperation and won't actually try and uh, come about change and, and all those type of things. So, I, I mean, credit where credit's due. You certainly go out there and give it, uh, give it your best in, in whatever you're doing. I, I wish you worked for me. I uh, wish you could go out there and sell tickets for me. Although in, in saying that, you probably have. Um, so I appreciate <laughs> you certainly have helped me sell some tickets. T- tell me this. Um, when did you start um, protesting? When, what was your first sort of – because I've seen uh, the vegan folk out on the street um, protesting in malls and stuff when you go places like Adelaide and, and Rundle Mall. I think that's in Adelaide somewhere. It's a shithole. Um, <laughs> no offence to the people of Adelaide. Um but you, you see them there, they've got their Guy Fawkes masks on um, and they're silently protesting. And, and I know that I've been very outspoken and, and people are like, oh, he's the anti-vegan dude. In reality, the only reason I make vegan videos is because your people always respond. It's like, you know, if you were quiet about it two years ago, I never would have said another fucking thing. But the... Um, is that where you sort of started with this in those protests out in the streets? Yeah, that's how I began my activism, getting involved in those sort of street outreach kind of conversations, showing footage to people about the abhorrent atrocities happening in these industries and just having casual discussions. Um, and I was doing that sort of stuff. I obviously still do that kind of stuff um, for several months. Um, and then an organisation called Direct Action Everywhere started up in Australia and that was more disruptive protesting. And that's when I thought, man, this, this shit's powerful. We're getting everyone talking about animal rights. The media is talking about it. Even though a lot of it's negative backlash, people are still talking about that message. And history has shown that disruptive activism has been used through previous social justice movements to create social change. And it obviously works. I mean, I've reached millions of people around the world. So I've been doing that type of activism for almost a few years now. Do, do you ever become maybe a little bit concerned, concerned maybe not the right word, but when you say there's backlash because of the style of activism that you do use, 
Are you ever concerned that that backlash may outweigh the message that you're trying to get across? Like the the, the backlash may become louder than, you know, your own message? No, I don't believe so at all. It doesn't concern me because I actually measure my own success by the amount of haters and criticism that I have. The more haters, the more criticism, the more it's working. I think this bloke measures. I think I think Isaac measures his in the exact same way. Am I your business yeah. coach? What's yeah. happened? Right. <laughs> you, got, you guys seem to be operating on a similar kind of business model here. I know. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. You're right. The more people that hate you, the, you know, it's you're getting stuff done. Uh, there's been a lot of people uh, very successful through hate, you know. I mean, on what Josh is saying, I do think, and maybe you're not, maybe in, in some respects, like maybe the more outlandish activism roles you've played, Maybe this is true for that, what I'm about to say, but I feel people like Vegan Gaines, for example, the way he acts, the way he operates in his in his own world, I think he does more to push people away from veganism than he does to bring people into the family. I feel like some of the things that you, whether or not it's true, the way you've definitely been portrayed by certain people in the media, me, uh, it's actually pushed people away. I think that is... That is probably an arguable point that maybe people see this as listen, I don't, I love animals, but I can't be a vegan because I don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, no doubt that there are people that are pushed away, but they would have no idea what veganism was or even talk about animal rights if it weren't for activists like myself disrupting. They just wouldn't even consider it in the first place. So the fact that they're saying, well, I'm just going to eat more animals now because I hate Tash Peterson. Well, I've triggered them. I've planted a seed in their mind. They're thinking about it. And that is the first step to social change. And just even looking back on history, whether we talk about the suffragettes, civil rights activists or gay rights activists, um, they disrupted, they spat on police officers. They were beaten in public because people hated them so much. And I think that's a perfect example of the hatred that they copped from society and the massive amount of change that happened literally within decades for them to achieve more equal rights to which they have to this day. Do you, do you think that, you know, when you, when you compare animals to the suffragettes, to um, people of, of different color, other than, uh, colors other than white people, to slavery or those type of things, do you think that it's a little bit of an overstep and do you think that perhaps people will look at that and that will turn them away from this argument because I know you've referred to it as a Holocaust. And I think there is definitely a definition of a Holocaust that could be construed as something that, that, that uh, mass killings, that type of thing. But the Holocaust doesn't re- – when you say the Holocaust, that is talking about the, the death of 6 million Jews in, in World War II. I feel like when you say that that's the exact same as getting women's right to vote or respect or getting uh, black people off the back of the bus, these movements and with and then comparing it to the Holocaust, I feel like that is, for people in your position, I really do believe that that is the wrong move to take because when you say to people, hey, this is the Holocaust, this is the next uh, civil rights movement, people, like their natural reaction is to go, no. No, it's not. It's important. And I and I know you know this, deep down you know this, that I may eat animals and may be a horrible piece of shit, but I also care greatly about 
things like the greyhound industry and the horse racing industry. And that's something that I genuinely dislike. I don't like those things. I hate the way that the greyhound industry treats treats greyhounds because I have them in my home. They are my pets. They are something that I consider extremely important in my world. And to see them treated like shit, I feel like that is, uh, is obviously a horrible thing in my own mind. But do you think that perhaps there's a different way for you to, in your opinion or in your world, educate people to go, hey, okay, maybe factory farming isn't the way to go about it? Yeah, well, I don't think there's an issue with drawing direct comparisons between all those forms of oppression. It's I'm not saying it's the exact same thing. I'm saying this is one form of oppression, whether they're human or non-human, it's the same act. They are sentient beings. They can be subjected to slavery, rape, torture, abuse, and murder, which is what is happening in the meat, dairy, and egg industries and other industries that are using animals for their bodies, flesh, secretions, etc. And this is what's happening to them. I'm not saying this is the Holocaust. This is the only Holocaust that has happened. I'm saying this is the animal Holocaust, and it's actually the largest and longest ongoing Holocaust in history, where three trillion innocent sentient beings are murdered annually just for human food consumption. So I don't think there's any issue at all. People are going to obviously be outraged. Again, the more controversial I can come across with just talking facts, I'm not making up bullshit here. I'm just speaking the truth on behalf of these beings because they can't speak for themselves. The more people are actually going to listen to the message and media have quoted me on multiple occasions for calling people animal abusers, uh, accusing them of paying people to rape animals because that's true. That's what happens in the dairy industry. And it is a Holocaust. It's not the Holocaust, but it is a Holocaust. And by definition, a Holocaust is a mass scale slaughter or destruction, whether they're human or non-human, no difference. We are all animals. You're obviously incredibly passionate about this subject. Where did it start for you? Like, where did you like? Where did your veganism and, and your activism start? As in, like, you as a person. Like, was there a time in your life where you did eat meat and were turned away from it, or how did it come about? Yeah, I wasn't vegan for a majority of my life. For twenty three years of my life, I didn't even know what veganism was. Didn't understand it. And one month before going vegan, I a friend told me she'd gone vegan. I did a bit of a Google search, like, what is this vegan stuff? Um, and remember reading about, you know, vegans don't consume or use any animal products. And I exited it and said, fuck that. That's way too hard. Like, I'm not even going to consider doing that. <laughs> and just coincidentally, one month later, I watched a documentary called Food Choices and the light just went off in my brain. I just thought, holy shit, you are a massive hypocrite. You know, I say I'm against animal abuse, but I'm paying people to slit animals' throats every time I consume meat, dairy, eggs, and other animal products. And I literally went vegan overnight. That was almost five years ago now. And from that moment, I became so passionate. I just started researching all this information online, watching more documentaries, becoming very educated on what was happening in these industries. And that's sort of where I just started activism online posting on social media, started my T-shirt brand, and then that's when I discovered other animal rights organisations doing the street sort of outreach. So I just, massive change literally overnight. I just want to go back to when you said about sentient beings. What, what is a sentient being? 
Well, a being that has a consciousness, a central nervous system, the capacity to feel pain, suffering and other emotions and biologically all animals, human or non-human, have a central nervous system and the capacity to feel pain, suffering, happiness and other emotions. So, so do, do vegan people, do you like, where does that stop? Is it, okay, I understand cows, chicken, eggs, chicken, eggs? Egg, chicken, same fucking thing. <laughs> what came first? Um, but what about like if you have pests in the house? Where does it stop? Like, is there a point? Like, do you? What about? Do you go down to a microbial level? At what point do you say, okay, that's no longer a sentient animal, and I can kill it? Well, that's a very difficult question to answer directly. But if any animal has any form of sentience, whether they are an insect or a pest, like you said, they're still sentient beings. I think humans are the biggest pests on this planet. Um, but if they have the sentience and we should not be harming them. What about um, what Obviously, about in some ways, it's unfortunately, we have to kill for our own survival in whatever scenario, but avoiding participating in any form of animal cruelty where possible is where we're trying to, you know, create that world so we don't have to use animals in this way anymore. So if you, hypothetically, you had a parasite living in your body that's not going to harm you, it's just going to live there, you'd leave it? Again, a very difficult question, but probably not. If I mean, if it's not causing no harm, then sure, I'd leave it there. Vegan booty's got worms, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. Get that on. Vegans don't get worms. Bullshit, bullshit. You didn't wash your lettuce, you bastard. I'm I'm always really interested to know, and, like, I'm not saying this to wind you up, but, like, I, I really do enjoy eating meat. Um, and I've had some friends that have gone. I, I, I'm not saying it for any other reason than that's that's my diet. What what does your diet look like day to day? Because any time I picture a vegan diet, it always I, I and I suppose it's because I haven't eaten that way. It just seems quite bland to me. All I can think of is like sweet potato and chickpeas. That's all that sort of comes to mind yeah. for me. Like what what like take me through like what you've eaten today, for example. Because I'm always like if anyone says a vegan diet to me, I just go like fuck. That sounds boring. Look, I'm probably not the best person to ask because I'm very health conscious. So I eat a whole food plant-based diet mostly, but you can actually get vegan alternatives to everything. You can have vegan burgers made from mushrooms and it tastes like animal flesh. It's crazy what you can do. But for me, you know, I'm having smoothies every day. Hey, hey, hey. Do you uh, want it? Do you want curries. it? Do you want it to taste like animal flesh? For me personally, not so much, although I, this mushroom burger I had at Grilled the other day it was so fucking good. Yeah. But like beyond meat and stuff, I'm not interested in eating that. It well, a lot of people say that leaves and looks like flesh. I don't want to be eating. That's that, bizarre. That is bizarre. That's like you know how they have those. <laughs> it's it's quite popular in like with pedophiles and stuff. They always get arrested for having the child doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this weird substitution. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Like, so if you if you were a vegan, why if, would you want? Am I saying that all vegans that eat beyond meat are pedophiles? Possibly. Where's my where's my camera? There's three of them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it is a weird sort of substitute that you would uh, yeah. have a vegan product that still bleeds and tastes like meat. That seems that apparently seems the, the but um, it's just sorry, go on. It just shows that there's an alternative. Like there's no need. Like if you think that's weird, but you're eating someone's body and you're drinking the breast milk from a cow, the the ovulations of chickens, like 
if you think a vegan alternative is weird, you're literally eating someone's body and breast milk. Would you have I mean, any? I think it's fantastic that there are these alternatives because it shows you don't need to murder someone to get the same tastes and textures. If you would you have an issue, let's say, if I had out of my backyard, I had a big uh, pen of chickens, and I fed them every day with the scraps from the table, the Beyond Burgers and the and the, and the grilled burgers, and apparently Tash is sponsored by Grilled. She keeps giving them shout shout outs, <laughs> and I give them all the scraps, and then they lay an egg. Am I allowed to eat that? I think it's immoral to take something from someone else that doesn't belong to you. Chickens lay eggs for a reason, and that reason is actually for them to eat their own eggs themselves. They heavily rely on the nutrients in their own eggs. So just taking something from someone else... I don't think regardless li- of whether we think it's wastage is I, I don't ridiculous. think you I don't think you're listening Tash. I just fed them a beyond burger. They're absolutely full. <laughs> <laughs> and and they they're like Butterfield listen mate, I don't need that egg. Is it a bad thing for me to do to take that egg if they don't want it if it's just going to rot? I still think it's immoral. It's okay. their egg, not yours. Fair enough. Okay. So you're more your issue is stealing. Not so much animal rights. Well, all of the animals are not here for us to kill for their bodies or take their eggs or their milk from them. And I think everything that their their secretions are produced for a reason. A, a mother cow in the dairy industry is raped and forcibly impregnated to produce breast milk and her babies are stolen from her immediately after birth so humans can consume her breast milk. And the male calves are murdered in these industries because they're considered no long, no profitable to the industry. And yeah. this is just ridiculous. All of this is just blatant animal abuse. See, I, I'm not a fan of milk. I don't like milk. It doesn't agree with me. Um, not, a, not a milk guy. I like almond milk, but I know that to milk an almond, you need a large area to grow almonds, which is displacing animals, et cetera, et cetera, which then leads to other populations or other areas being um, being o- overcome with animals and perhaps other animals not being able to find their food, et cetera, et cetera. Where do you draw the line at affecting animals' natural habitats? Should we all have veggie gardens out the back? Is that the main, is that the best case scenario for a vegan person? Because you don't want to affect the, the, the effect Mother Nature, so to speak. Definitely, that's the most ideal situation, but it's not realistic for everyone. And I think veganism is the biggest step to not uh, producing a carbon footprint because animal agriculture is one of the leading causes of climate change. It is the leading cause of deforestation, species extinction, and a majority of environmental catastrophes. So if you're concerned about the land space used for crops, you should be highly concerned about the land space used to breed literally billions of farmed animals into existence every year, as well as the crops required to feed those animals. So there's about 70 billion land animals that are murdered every year. Imagine all the resources required and land required for those animals in comparison to the human population of 8 billion people is significantly more. Do do you think it's a realistic... Well, first, I'd like to know what, what would be your sort of dream... Dream world, like would would everyone be vegan? Every and like, I suppose what I sort of want to ask is moving forward. Like, do you think it's a realistic thing to think that a lot of people, like enough to affect the sort of change that you're talking about, would become vegan? Like, do you think that's a sort of realistic aim? I definitely think it's possible to achieve 
complete animal liberation and live in a world where we view non-human animals as equals to human animals because there's no moral difference between us. We're all sentient beings. And as I've said before, there are vegan alternatives to everything. We're seeing veganism become basically mainstream now. Yes, of course, there is a huge way to go, but I'm seeing massive change literally in five years of being vegan. So I think so it's possible in the near you'd, future. You'd like to see me go vegan? Yes, time to go vegan. Well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to upset anyone listening to this, but for the right price, I'll basically do he, anything. He will do anything. I will do anything. If so, you can come up with some coin, he will probably go vegan. You can get me. <laughs> I will. No, I will. I will change everything. I will full. I'll put. I'll even do the most painful thing and put vegan Butterfield in mm. my. In my Instagram bio, I'll do the whole thing. Plant based buttsman. Look at me go. What about? Wouldn't that be great? Okay. I'll release mel- merch that's on hemp. <laughs> I'll I'll fucking I'll do it all. I'll, I'll storm a KFC with you, vegan booty. We'll throw wicked wings at people. <laughs> It'd be beautiful. It'd be a beautiful time. So I, I had I thought of this question the other day uh, to ask you. Do you think it's acceptable for, let's say, outback New South Wales? for the government to come in and cull kangaroos? No, absolutely not. I think it is abhorrent and unnecessary violence. See, Everyone's I, saying I, kangaroos are pests. They're literally our native animal. They I, deserve I agree. to live. live. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. It, is, it is horrible. But what is the worst alternative? Because in a lot of those situations there are, let's say, joeys, a little baby born, who then cannot eat because all of the food is gone because there are an overpopulation in that area caused by humans, no doubt, right? There's this story about I think it's a dingo fence or something they put in between New South Wales and Queensland to stop dingoes roaming back and forth for whatever reason, I don't know. And apparently that uh, increased the pop- the population of uh, fauna in that area, of, of uh, like uh, herbivores in that area, which then made uh, so much more – I'm absolutely butchering this. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, vegan booty, bad bad, bad terminology. But basically what it did was it stopped – it caused so much erosion, that's the word I'm looking for, that it actually made these sand dunes out in the outback that caused weather pattern changes in Sydney just from this one fence. So the basic point of that is they eat so much of the grass – it eats the roots. It eats everything. Some Nothing grows back. Desperate to find nutrients because there's too many of them, which may be, of course, uh, may be caused by humans. I, I'll cop that. Um, but you know what else are you going to do? People build shit. Um, these tiny little animals are then unable to eat. So, what is the best case scenario? Is it to be shot by a hunter or starved to death over a matter of weeks? Difficult question to answer, but I think you're right. It is a human problem and I think it is because of animal agriculture. It occupies an enormous amount of land in Australia. As I said before, it is the leading cause of deforestation and species extinction. So all of these problems, the root cause is animal agriculture. Those animals don't have enough land because it's literally destroyed to grow cattle and other farmed animals. And I think that's the ultimate solution to things. I would never condone um, the murder of an animal when it is unnecessary. So there are people who disagree with that. Um, and I'm not, I'm not in the same realm as you. Like I, I see a funny story, I make fun of it. I don't try and find arguable points. Like I don't go and say, hey, this is, I'm going to dedicate my life to 
arguing with people. You don't do your research is basically what you're saying. I'm flat out. I'm flat out. I'm trying to bloody keep a house going here. So there are so many people that the vegan people would call carnists that will argue to the death about, you know, no, that's not the main cause of this. That's not this. And I'll leave that conversation for those people. But my, my sort of idea or my, What's the word I'm looking for? My whole concept of what you guys are doing, I feel like it's it's almost a replacement for religion. Because even though even if I give you a an obvious question, like if I say to you what's what would be better? Because I think this is right, I think this is probably better than factory farming. A hunter goes into the woods, kills an animal with one shot, and then that their family consumes that animal, right? That's better than factory farming. But it's also better, and I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, um, Tash, and this is why I think it's a religion because she can't – sorry to call you she in front of your face, etc. the cat's pyjamas, etc. Tash can't say, okay, that's a fair point because I feel like in your community you'll be shouted down. My point is if you kill an animal in the bush, you're a hunter, you feed your family, that is a better death than starving to death as an old animal being become be being consumed by parasites, being consumed by other um, predators, other predators, injuries, infections. What I was trying to look for there. I feel like that is the better death to cop an arrow to the heart and be consumed than and never see a human in your entire life. Like I know there's there's hunters that hunt deer and they never these deer have never seen a human. They're like, what the fuck is that? And then they're dead. Horrible death, right? But that is better than that animal walking around for the next, you know, two years and then slowly dying. It's 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 ending its life in a, in a second rather than over a six month period. Do, can you see where I'm coming from on that? I guess I can, but when you say that, yeah, this is the better option. Um, this is better than factory farming. I would argue that there's no moral difference. You're sort of comparing two evils in a sense. It's like um, comparing mass breeding children into existence to abuse them and saying, oh, well, that person just abused one child. You know, that's the better option for us. It is abuse is abuse. Murder is murder. And there is no moral difference. Should people be locked up then for killing a cow? Definitely. I believe one day the legal system will see the murder of a non-human animal in the exact same light as the murder of a human. Tash. Murder is murder. Tash, this is a respectful interview, but come on. Let's not be silly. Seems crazy nowadays, but it's going to be the future in the next few decades or so. So you, you, re- you reckon that the future's not Elon Musk landing us on Mars, it's people getting arrested for making fun of cows? Well, hopefully we see a future where people won't be doing that and they'll be respecting them and not murdering them. What What do? You, what in your no, opinion? No, <laughs> Tash, people are not going to jail for fucking killing cows. It can't happen. It will. No, it will. And you'll be the judge and I'll be fucking, I'll you, be You'll hung. be on trial. I'll be on trial. I'll be... It'll be all be over. I'll, they'll be throwing. They won't be. They'll be throwing rotten fruit and veggies at me. It'll be terrible. Why? Why then do you think there's such a difference in the way that people view? Like, like Isaac was saying, like he he's very against the greyhound industry, and people, you know, no no one 
would go and eat a dog. We're not going out and butchering dogs by the tens of millions and having dog steaks. What? Why is there a difference between the way people view, in your opinion, the way people view household pets like dogs and cats, and what we call produce? Like, why? Why do you think that we see the two so differently? Uh, it's just a very cultural thing, and I think it's also ingrained by the meat, dairy, and egg industries. To it's literally speciesism, which is the oppression of some species and not others and people truly believe that you know the murder of a dog is abhorrent and disgusting but they'll be eating the body of a cow at the same time that's what a majority of western society believe and this is just a cultural thing and this is exactly why i'm speaking up for all those non-human animals who are so oppressed um, and I want to pe- point out people's hypocrisies. They're sitting down eating a cow's body whilst patting their dog, saying how much they love animals. It's latent hypocrisy. And a lot of people are starting to become aware of some animal industries. As you said, Isaac, you know, how abhorrent the horse and greyhound racing industries are, but you're just not making that connection yet that the meat, dairy and egg industries are exactly the same if not more violent than those industries. There is no moral difference between them. They're all abhorrent. Yeah, and I mean the, the, the way the animals are treated in factory farming is is horrible. It's fun. We, we've seen we've seen a lot of footage and I think we need to take it with a grain a grain of salt. A lot of the stuff comes from a lot of these uh, worst case scenario situations, like the live exports, that type of shit. Obviously horrible. Um I I wonder would you would you even consider the idea that perhaps some of that and some of the information that you have been fed um, from the the vegan, um, and it is a religion at this point, do you think that some of it could be, it is, it could be. It's an po- ethical view. Okay. An ethical view. It's okay. not a religion. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I was trying to do the cross thing there <laughs> if no one was uh, following. Um, do you think that at some point someone could have given you misinformation surrounding facts, figures, and maybe that is just used as propaganda? I don't believe so. I understand that there's a lot of misinformation out there and there might be some misinformation out there regarding veganism, but you're sort of saying, yeah, documentaries like Dominion is propaganda. But if you think that's propaganda, you should see all the imagery and false advertising that the meat, dairy and eggs are using. Now, that is propaganda. They're putting faces of happy cows on their cheese products when those cows are literally having their babies stolen from them and murdered. They cry for days for their babies. These industries are the perfect example of propaganda and brainwashing. Um, I've personally met a lot of activists who took the footage of Dominion themselves, and that was you know, a few years ago now, and they're still suffering from PTSD to this day from what they witnessed. And you can tell the way they talk about what they witnessed is they are scarred for life. And I personally have been into multiple facilities locally to Perth. I've been to a few egg farms undercover. I've been to dairy farms. And it's like what I saw in Dominion. It is all abhorrent. And I have no doubt that there are many farms where the animals are in great condition and perfectly looked after, but they are still exploited for their bodies. They're still being sent to murder factories where they're shot in the head and they have their throats slit. This happens in every meat, dairy, egg, wool, leather, fur, et cetera, industry. So regardless of how well cared for they are, 
it is still unnecessary animal abuse. Yeah, and it comes down to the death of an animal, and that's where you draw your line. If an animal's being harmed in any way, that's where you draw your line. I think everyone understands that. Um, and I, I don't think many people, like you know, even the even the hardcore meat meat dudes like me, if, when you when an animal's life is taken, it's not like a happy. I'm not one of these people that sees an animal getting shot and it's like, yes, you know, we did it because it, it is a death. Um, I feel that people, human beings, operate better on a meat based diet. I assume you don't agree. It'd be weird if she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> It'd be weird if you did. How about this? Let's say you do, as a human being, operate better on a meat-based diet. Would you still take that loss as far as optimization of your body and your nutrients to be a vegan? Yeah, if I could still survive on a plant-based diet, then I would still choose that option. But in saying that um, the largest comprehensive nutritional study has founded that a plant-based diet is the only diet known to prevent and reverse disease. So scientific evidence certainly shows that we can thrive on a plant-based diet and there are multiple health benefits. What, where's that uh, study from? Um, it's called the China study by Colin T. Campbell. It doesn't have anything to do with Pete Evans, does it? <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a, it's That's actually of, really interesting. What is the because Pete Evans was did he was he paleo or was he vegan? No, he was paleo. Paleo right. Pete. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. No, we'll cancel that. Then I was going to say what what's the vegan community think of Pete Evans, but I'm sure they just think he's a fuckwit like everyone else does. <laughs> well, he is a and I'm not going to argue facts and figures on those type of things because you don't know any because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You have you'd have to talk to someone who's read it. I haven't fucking read it, um, and that's that's not what I'm here. I'm here to get to know who Tash is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it is an interesting one. When someone comes at you with, "Hey, well, this study said this," you you're not going to go there and go, "Oh, no, it didn't," yeah, because you don't know. And that's what like my mum does that all the time. She goes, "I go, well, this study said this about like ibuprofen or whatever." She goes, "Well, that's the argument." That's like, okay, fair there enough. There is a study for everything. There's a, and that's the thing. I really do think Tash, there are studies for everything because if you have a study that says, you know, you said it's the largest study, yada yada yada. Uh, there's going to be someone who goes, well, actually, this study said this. And then there's someone else who says from their side of the fence that, uh, you know, this study said that. So why why should people listen to you? Yeah, you're right. There's always going to be conflicting resources of evidence and scientific studies. But, you know, five years on from being vegan, I've never felt healthier and fitter in my life. So I certainly know without having to know scientific evidence that I can thrive and survive on a plant-based diet. And I think people should just be trying to do research themselves. A lot of studies are influenced by the meat, dairy and egg industries saying that you need these animal products for your health and survival. But I would argue that um, non-biased evidence is certainly showing the opposite, that these uh, products are actually the leading cause of the world's, well, humanity's biggest killer, which is heart disease. Um, the leading cause of heart disease is the consumption of animal flesh due to the high amounts of saturated fat and cholesterol in those products. Is that true, though? I believe so. I, I mean, Look in the evidence yourself. Yep. Yeah, okay. I've got a lot of homework to do. But I, I know that the demonization of saturated fat has been something that's been very popular uh, for people to debunk, if you will, over the last couple of years. And... Basically, during the 60s, it was saturated fat is the enemy. 
And in reality, when we come and look at it now, it's what people eat with saturated fat. Like if you eat a diet of mainly animal products, but you also eat it in a highly refined burger and you also eat it with chips and you're eating a lot of, you know, just carbs and smashing and sugar and all this type of stuff, you're going to put on a lot of extra weight. If you're eating too much, you're going to put on a lot of extra weight. And a lot of people are suggesting that that's actually what's causing the heart disease, not just the saturated fat. So when I went on a keto diet, I not number one, I lost a lot of weight, but also my LDL cholesterol went lower than it's ever been. So LDL, whatever the good one is. No, the good one went up, the bad one went down. LDL, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> LDL is the – Tashka, well, you're the bloody China study yeah, expert. LDL's yeah, LDL's the bad L- one, yeah. Correct. I was F- right. Then why did I bloody thank doubt fuck, myself? Thank fuck Tasha's here. Bring a bit of credibility to this fucking podcast. <laughs> so my LDL, I've always had sort of a little bit too much cholesterol and my LDL went down after eating a diet full of animal products and saturated fat uh, through that time period, which was very strange. It sort of went and spat in the eye of all the science that had come out over the past 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Um, I ate a carnivore diet for two weeks. I got over steaks. I couldn't do it anymore. I was just like, that would is, be hard. It's tough. It's tough. I saw but, a bloke that was eating like oysters for breakfast and stuff. I was like, fuck, man. No. Even like, nah, no way. What about oysters, Tash? Yeah. What about well, oysters? Yeah. I don't think there's actually enough scientific evidence to confirm whether they are actually sentient beings or not. But you So, know, so would you eat oysters? No, oh. I there's no point. I don't need to, even if they were classified yeah. as non-sentient beings. I would but no one eats oysters because them. they need to. It's just a flex of how much cash you got. Yeah, and an aphrodisiac. And an aphrodisiac, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard that vegans last longer. That's something you've said before. Is that true? I believe so. There's definitely a lot of evidence supporting that. <laughs> I do, oh, God. Because there's... Less, less saturated fat in your body. I mean, the first uh, symptom of heart disease is erectile dysfunction, and we're seeing that happen a lot among a lot of people who eat high amounts of animal products and processed foods. So I believe that a whole food plant-based diet can definitely make you last longer. Do you think if someone – let's take ethics out of it for a moment. Let's say a, a plant-based – sorry, an animal-based diet, but they remove – the processed foods. They remove the burger buns and all this type of stuff. They remove the highly refined snacks. They remove the overeating and they eat within their caloric range, the maintenance range, if you will, or they lose some weight. Do you think that could be healthy? I'm sure it probably could be. I mean, I, as for 23 years of my life, as a very health-conscious person, I would admit that I was healthy eating animal products, but I was still eating unnecessary there's the sound bodies bite. and secretions. There's, so there's the sound bite right there. <laughs> you can be healthier <laughs> without eating someone else's body or secretions. The secrete. I think you need a new word for secretions. That makes it sound so gross. I know. <laughs> I it is gross. It's literally <laughs> someone's breast milk and someone's ovulation. Would you? Chicken's would you? Comes out of their asshole. It's a cloaca. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> 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 would you? Would you pick up a dog poo? Pick up? Yeah. What do you mean, a, with my that, bare that, hands? No, not with your bare hands. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Would you pick up, okay, so you're talking about stealing secretions. Would you pick up a dog poop? Yes, because that's waste. 
Is that stealing? Oh, that's stealing. What if that I've dog, seen dogs eat them. I, a little foot upstairs. He loves eating Rosie's shits. It's so bad. Don't don't take them because that's stealing. That's st- <laughs> is that is that theft? Possibly. <laughs> that's like, ladies and gentlemen, okay, poking like holes in a game. Listen, that's like comparing um, raping a woman to steal her breast milk. <laughs> no, to no, someone taking a shit in the park and you picking it up. Jeez, that got dark really quickly. <laughs> that is not comparing that. Jeez, that got dark. Same How? thing, different no. victim. No, 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 no. It is not. You've you've left me almost speechless. Raping a woman is not the same as. Okay. To steal her breast milk, just like what happens to cows in the dairy industry. Yeah, hundred percent. Stealing breast milk, like it's not something I want to be known for. All right. I don't want to be known in my community as a dude who's running around, you know, doing those ones. But I don't, I don't. Are we comparing picking up dog shits to rape? What? I was so lost there. I was sort of thinking in my well, you said it, You said it was the same thing as taking the secretions of animals, like their breast milk or their eggs. You said taking a dog shit was no different. And I was just trying to use that comparison to say, well, there is a difference because it's their bodily secretions that they rely on. It's not a shit or a piss on the floor. Glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> that was awesome. I want to see you turn that into a placard at a rally. <laughs> Dog shit lives matter. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. I, I, I yes, was interested Josh. talking to Isaac before the podcast because um, he said, obviously, you guys had a bit of back and forth, um, like, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um but it was interesting to see that he's had a healthy a rivalry. Healthy rivalry, we'll call it. State of origin yeah. sort of stuff. Mate against mate. But he said that was kind of like an interesting touching point and it's something you both have in common is the hate. Like is the hate that you that you get. Um, where's that at with you at the moment? Like is it still as intense? Does it still sort of rattle you as much when you get things like death threats? And do you think it'll ever stop? Or do and, you think that's just something that you've got to deal with? And on top of that, is there a dartboard in your house with my photo on it? No, there isn't. <laughs> you pussy. This <laughs> <laughs> shows that you haven't triggered me. I'm sure you've got my face somewhere that you're fucking axing. <laughs> Not yet. No, <laughs> no we're, re- we're renovating, Tash. Jesus Christ, give me some time. Yeah, is the hate something that you've you've sort of come to terms with, or is it is it still sort of rattle you a little bit, or yeah, what's it like for you? Um, yeah, usually I don't really care about it at all. Obviously, it can get very overwhelming and stressful, especially seeing my home address leaked all across social media and people literally saying, "I'm going to come and rape and murder you." Like Fuck. there have been many moments where I'm literally fucking terrified for my life. Um. It's weird. They see the death threats seem to come in waves. Like it'll just be every few months, and I suddenly get about five death threats in a row, or just see my address everywhere online. And unfortunately, it's just something that isn't going to go away. And it's just something I have to get used to and not be afraid of, and just keep sticking to my morals and getting out there and speaking up for the animals. There, there was one. There was one, and I won't mention their name because I don't want to give them any. Um Airtime. Airtime. There was one person, I remember you You said in a video, you were like, you know, Isaac Butterfield made this video and then this psycho has come and said this. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I messaged you, I was like, that dude sent me death threats. <laughs> like he's just, 
He's yeah. just fucking bananas. He said, you know, he's, you said about the rape thing. He's going to come and he said he was going to do that to my dogs, to my family. Like this dude's fucking bananas. And I said to Tash, I messaged her, I said, hey, listen, you know, it's all fun and games, but this dude's a fucking psycho. Like, you know, be careful because he's just, and I'm sure he, you know, it's he, he's obviously sending them to me. So it's just people on the internet. Yeah. I would you know imagine I mean? when yeah. you get a bit of a profile, probably regardless of what it's for, because obviously you guys are sitting on very different sides side. of the fence on this issue. Yeah. Yet someone, the same bloke, could still come after both years. So yeah. I think, you know, I don't know. I think it's more on him than on us. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if anyone feels that. I know, I know I enjoy eating meat. I don't feel that strongly about any ve- or vegan protesters no. that I would feel the need to, no. to do and that sort of shit. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's what people. There's just psychos out there. It's people just say to idiots. me, they're like, yeah. oh, you know, you, you're that. Um, you're that anti-vegan guy. I was like, yeah, I do other things. Like, I know. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I say other things. Do you? Like, people said to me after show that oh, there wasn't enough vegan jokes. I was like, it's been said. <laughs> what more can I say? Um, I, I don't want to be, you know, the one-trick pony sort of thing, and that's why, you know, I, I hit the hard topics like cyclists. And, uh, <laughs> and vegans. Did we mention and, vegans? Did I talk about vegans? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the death threats are something that you'll never get used to, but I find that, you know, you, you probably heard about the whole Christchurch massacre joke thing that I did. And I had 60,000 death threats. Like, that's not even a joke. Like, people were just like, my my inbox on Instagram was inundated. Um, crazy. Like, all the most outrageous shit. And I was lucky that it happened when the uh, COVID sort of kicked off, kicked off. So I was wearing a mask all the time. So no one could see it was me. <laughs> so that was lucky. Uh, but... Um, yeah, it's scary, man. It's uh, particularly when it's. Did you do you remember when you first your, your first sort of death threat? Was there one that stands out? Um, no, too many to really remember the first one. Okay, what, what did? When did you first hear about me? When you made that first video about me? Yeah. On TikTok, yeah. And I was like, uh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Because that was my reaction to you. I was like, who the fuck is this chick? And then I was like, oh, because when I see someone doing something outrageous or whatever, it's just like, because, you know, my week is like, okay, what am I going to do a video about? And then that comes up on TikTok. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it writes itself. Easy. So thank you for that. Um, do, you, do you think that someone like, is your take on it, someone like Isaac having a crack and doing a video about you? Is that like you were saying before, that's just platform and your cause more? That even though he's taken the piss out of you, do you still think that's a good thing in your eyes? Because regardless of what he's saying, he's still talking about your issue? Definitely. Yeah. Any sort of attention is good attention, even if people are just going to talk about me and not my message, which is what everyone does in the media. It's still going to bring attention to the message that I'm conveying because people are going to become intrigued and do the research for themselves, come onto my profile and see what I'm all about. So definitely. I may, I may be uh, misconstruing what you're saying. Are you suggesting that I'm the best thing that's ever happened to veganism? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what you were saying. I think that's what what you were saying. Only if you go vegan. I I told you, you raise a million bucks, I'm on. You pay off my home loan, done. Easy. What, What would it take for you to eat like a nice Medium rare rump steak. Like what? How much? How much cash would we have to front up to get you to eat a steak? Is it your website back? Is that what you want? <laughs> you think you stole my website, but you still can't spell my name right. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
It's vegan, Rudy. There's no e in the vegan. What? Excuse me. You, you can't just change the way people spell veganism. You can't go from locking up people for being rude to cows and now changing the way the English language is spelled. You are drunk with power, lady. <laughs> Stop it. It's ins- it actually comes from the T-shirt brand that I made, which is Vegan Clan, spelt with a dash, not an e, and it was inspired by Wu Tang Clan. So that's where I got uh, it. Just a name. Vegan booty yeah. ain't nothing to fuck with. I was just um, about to say that. Why don't you have that as a t-shirt? Protect your neck and your um, and your shooks. <laughs> Protect your neck and your eggs. Um, what why didn't you why isn't it V-E-G-A-N booty? Um That was trademarked. Well, it, <laughs> it's trademarked, no. isn't it? Oh maybe. I don't actually know, but it's just because I did my T-shirt brand spelt that way. I thought, well, I'll keep consistent with the name. And I think that the vegan booty was already taken on Instagram because it literally just started off as a social media name because one of my mates said, you always wear vegan booty shorts. You should call yourself vegan booty. I can see this, you know, really working for you. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll just change my Instagram name, keep it consistent with my vegan plan. And that's just why I stopped that spelling. How do you make money? You know. And if you say abattoir, I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> I'm a meat worker. So it's it's OnlyFans is the way you make money? Yeah. I I'm, mean, I'm still employed as a lifeguard and swim teacher, but I haven't worked for a few months now. I'm hoping that to continue getting enough income on OnlyFans so I can continue my real job as an animal rights activist. So so take me through OnlyFans. I, I have been, and we all know this, I've been pretty rude about OnlyFans. And I see it as the – it's a great way to make money, but I also see it as something that you may look back on and say that wasn't the best move. Because I, I, the reason I think it is that is because it is it is the easy move. It's an easy thing. It do, it's not something you need a skill for to do. And I think that's why people look down upon it. Would that be a fair thing to say or not? Possibly, but I think people have the right to be able to use their bodies in whatever they want want to. And, I mean, I'd been considering getting it for over a year before I got it, probably because of that reason and the whole taboo surrounding it. And then I thought, I'm so passionate about animal rights. I'm willing to do anything for them. Why not just give this a go and let's see where it ends up? And I've actually found to gain so much body confidence in doing it. So it's only benefited me in that way but of course allowing me to speak up for those who have no autonomy over their bodies have you thought of that like doing like a charity campaign like flick the flick the bean for the turtles or something like that is that something you thought of (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) because i will run the manager no i'll tell you what when i because i made a I made a video about your OnlyFans. I, I know you know that. But I felt weird. I felt weird because I was I looked at it and I was like, nah, this I've I've got this weird relationship with Tash where it's like, you know, we make fun of each other and talk shit. And then I, I look at your OnlyFans, I'm like, nah, I can't do this. This is weird. This is like I don't know, I I, I don't I don't look as at Tash as like this this lady who's trying to be all sexy and that. I'm just like, oh, this is I'm looking at your boobs. Like there's nothing wrong with Tash's boobs. Good good on you guys. Uh, but I just feel like it's almost like I don't know, it's weird. I feel like if I saw my cousin naked, it'd be the same way that I see you naked. 
I'm just like, ah, that's weird. So you've also we've just we've already covered this, but he's also he's contributing not only by platform and your cause, but he's oh, yeah. subscribing how to your OnlyFans. How did your subs go up after that video? Did they increase? Very good, thank you. <laughs> how much? How much did they go up? Oh, well, I know I made about 18K in a few days. Holy so. <laughs> Fuck. This is the thing that I find hard to knock about OnlyFans. I can't knock it because if you, like, fuck, we're all going out. And someone put it to me once. Like, there's not a lot. It sounds like a silly comparison, but I don't think it's as silly as it sounds. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. OnlyFans and, like, that kind of thing is not really any different to blokes going and cutting coal or working in a coal mine because, bloke, you're still selling your body. Guys sure, are, I, I think there's a couple of blokes that work in coal mines who'd go, nah, it's a little bit different, but mate. Not, like, obviously the, the practicality <laughs> of it's different, but at the end of the day, like, you're just you're selling your body in that respect. Like, you're just blokes going and cutting coal. You're getting paid to go and, you know, cut coal and use your body. And you're just doing that, except I think OnlyFans, coal miners earn good money. By the sounds of it, if you're good at OnlyFans, you can earn fucking very good coin. I think people look down upon it, as I said, because it's the easy option. It's the same reason that a girl who sleeps with a lot of guys is like considered a slut and a guy who sleeps with a lot of girls is considered a stud. It's a cultural thing. But also, it's fucking easy for a girl to walk into a nightclub. If you're above a five, you can pick up 100% of the nights, right? If you're a dude... And you're a five, good luck. Thanks. Good luck. Thanks, mate. Good fucking luck. <laughs> Every lady will turn you down. Doesn't matter how ugly she is. She'll go, nah, fuck off, you ugly prick, right? And a dude will see a lady walk in and go, let's go. Yeah. Because men are kind, Tash. Men are kind and you women. You women with your buddy, I don't know. Um, Sounds like you're just jealous. Yeah. <laughs> 18K, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm jealous. I want 18 grand. Oh, fucking hell. Bloody subscribe to the channel, you pricks. Um, wow, 18 grand. And that was all from around the same time as my video went up about it? Yeah, literally within a few days from Fuck. the video, it That's just hilarious. went skyrocketing. So what was, your what was your sort of thought around the video when I put it up and then did it change after you saw that that was the best marketing, like, ever? <laughs> um. I don't really know what I thought when I was watching the video. I don't know. I guess it was weird seeing your reaction. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is it, kind of embarrassing. It was weird. It was weird for me. I was just like, oh, oh cousin Tash getting the cans out. Good on you, love. Flick the bean for the turtles. That's not bad. <laughs> you should start a, a, a campaign for like, well, you do the free the nipple campaign, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're pretty big on the free the nipples? Yeah, definitely. Josh is too. He's uh, he loves. He's always he yells it out at people. It's very bad. Um, but that's another thing. Do you think that a female's nipple is unnecessarily sexualized? Yes, I believe so. Because I mean, it's basically illegal for a woman to be topless out in public in many places. I'm actually going to court uh, for two trials next year purely on the basis of being, because I was topless, they're saying that that's disorderly conduct. And I know for a fact, if I were a topless male, then I wouldn't have been charged for those so-called offences. So um, I'm very passionate about that. Never really considered it until I actually did a topless protest to highlight the atrocities happening in the dairy industry. And then I realised, wow, 
there is obviously a connection, free the nipple, not only for humans, but also non-humans as well, freeing the dairy cows from their exploitation, sexual exploitation in those industries. Can you try this with me? A female nipple, a man will fight a war for the right nipple. Have you ever looked at a man's nipple and thought, I've got to have that. That's the best nipple. I've, you know, I've, got, to, <laughs> I've got a lady stiffy over that. That Look at that nipple. It's a beautiful thing. Have you ever thought that about a man? No, I haven't, but I'm sure there's many women that have. No, there's not. Okay, Tash, you're lying to yourself. Um, <laughs> men's nipples are disgusting, okay? Yeah. This is the thing. Men's nipples, you cut them off, you throw them at the wall. Like, who gives a shit, right? A lady's nipple is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a good thing. Is a is a thing, of, thing beauty. of beauty. It gives life to a baby. It is an important thing, and that's why there is a difference between men and women's nipples. Because men's nipples are gross. No one wants to see a man's nipple, but everyone wants to see ladies' nipples. Right. So that makes sense. So men are allowed to show their nipples in public, but women can't. They have to hide them. Yeah, because everyone would be running around with like no one could drive. Okay, people couldn't drive their vehicles. It would be distractions everywhere. Because imagine if you saw a, a 10 out of 10. Okay, this is the same thing, all right? Tash, strap yourself in. If you saw the best-looking bloke in the world, right, walking down the street, and then you turned to look over there to look at someone, making sure no one's stealing eggs or something, and then you turned back and he was fully nude and he's got mad abs and shit, right, you'd stare at him, yeah? Yeah. Sure, but people you should pig. be able to express their bodies like they want. What? So I should public. be able to? I should be able to walk around in the nude? No, well, being topless. Not that I think there's anything wrong with nudity. I should mean, I be we're able all to walk? Born and naked. Should I be able to walk through a primary school topless? <laughs> if you want to. See, that's a bad attitude, Dash. He'll, he'll be in court with you. What's <laughs> There's children at the beach. There's plenty of topless guys. And suddenly if there's a topless woman, she's shamed. She's called disgusting. I mean, we're all born into this world and the very first thing we see is a human nipple. That's what a female nipple and that's what it's designed for. Why are people so disgusted by a woman uh, using, like showing her nipples in public if she I'm, wants to? I'm not. I've got no issue with it. I know you don't, you creep. <laughs> I um, When I so. You know, as you said, humans were born to this world naked, so that should that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No. So I was born when I was born. I actually had defecated in my mother's womb and had swallowed some of it. Is that something I should continue? Tash, answer me, please. <laughs> no. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Tash Peterson destroyed by the Buttsman <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> Come on here with your facts about the China study and I get you with that softball question. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> you bloody, you might be 18K richer, but I got you, love. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, no, yeah, no, nipples are great. And, yeah, so uh, it's um, – do we have – what else do we need to talk about? Oh, I think we covered had, all the hot-button issues. I had some notes. I had some notes. That's uh, Little Dixon's back upstairs to everyone who's asking. Um, Ta- you said you've gone to court. I also was reading before, are you banned from every pub? Because I know blokes that have been like king hit someone and they're not banned from pubs. What did you do? I went into a restaurant and tried to highlight the 
cruelty happening in the fishing industry and trying Bye. to get people to what watch you, these What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? Did you ask people to I sit was, down was, and listen to you or did you <laughs> did you run around? No, I, and- I just I just walked in and I started shouting loudly <laughs> to try and get people's attention. Obviously, just my normal disruption. Um, always a non-violent protester. And, yeah, then they've banned me from every liquor venue in WA. Conveniently, that actually ended exactly on Tuesday, so I was able to get into the horse races and protest that. Far out. Um, I would struggle personally if I was banned from every uh, every venue. What did liquor you? venue. That would be tough. That would be tough. What about the eighteen grand that you made from OnlyFans from the old Buttsman? Does that go to your? Does that go to animals or does that? Because I know on your OnlyFans it says it all goes towards animals, but you're living off it, right? Is that sort of is that lying to people or do you think it's allowing you to uh, continue doing what you're doing? So that's saving the animals. Yeah, well, I've never actually stated that one hundred percent of my earnings is. For animals. I've always said I'm using this money to fund my lifestyle as an animal rights activist, whether that's, you know, basic living expenses. Um, obviously, I do donate to multiple sanctuaries across Australia and sometimes internationally as well. So it's awesome that I'm making heaps of money to be able to support all of these sanctuaries that really do need the money and other animal rights organisations. And unfortunately, a lot of legal costs as well. Mm. What's what's your next step, do you think? Um, well, just continuing on my mission as an animal rights activist, thinking of new creative sort of ideas to continue getting that media attention to get continue keeping that message in public dialogue. Um, what about like a world record? What about like a world record, <laughs> like most carrots peeled in an afternoon or something? <laughs> Not my thing. Okay, okay. What about Josh? You got any carrot brace jokes or nah? Okay. Um, I th- what about a silent disco or something like that? Like less in your face because I, I feel like when you walk into a restaurant, you start screaming. A lot of people like maybe they've gone out with their family or they've taken the kids out and they're stressed and they've had a week of work that's been tough, and then you know they're about to tuck into a nice healthy Caesar salad without the eggs or anchovies. No bacon. No bacon. Just so, just cos lettuce and croutons, <laughs> and croutons, and then all of a sudden, vegan booty without the e is screaming in their ear that that ca- about cowspiracies and <laughs> dominions. Do you, do you see why people just go? Can you can you not do that at this very moment? Oh, definitely. But it is the inconvenience caused to those people is nothing compared to the torture, abuse and murder that non-human animals are subjected to. And at the end of the day, all of us have the right to know the truth. These industries are lying to us. And this is the most effective and powerful way of conveying the message. If I could just sit down and have a civil discussion like I am right now with you guys and capture the attention of the world, then I would. But I can't. I need to disrupt and scream and shout so I can actually get the opportunity to reach a mass amount of people with the message and also have opportunities like this sitting down having a civil discussion about animal rights. It's what necessary. Did, what did you think this podcast was going to be like? Did you think it was going to be like I was going to carry on or did you think it was going to be like this? What were your thoughts moving, were coming into it? Yeah, I actually sort of expected it to be like this. I guess because we've 
you know, chatted a little bit briefly online. Because we're besties. Um, yeah. Because we're besties online. Definitely. Yeah. Behind the scene I think besties. That's it. Yeah. And I knew um, that you were a, just a chill kind of person anyway, so I definitely expected it to just I, be like this. I would say, like, I, I don't agree like fully with like the vegan thing. I do, I do obviously think factory farming and stuff sucks, but what I really do respect about you, Tash, is you are fucking very gung-ho about what you believe in and you're fucking really giving it some. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people that have got opinions about this and that and the other. I don't really think I know anyone that's gone about their business the way that you have and been as disruptive as what you have. So disruptive to the point where you've had the anti-terrorism police involved. Yes. Yeah, they came to my fuck. door. So how how does that feel to be on the same watch list as Osama bin Laden and Jordan Shanks? <laughs> <laughs> what a watch list! That's the top three. Well, <laughs> Australia's most. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's so crazy. I'm obviously a non-violent person, and they're using these kind of intimidation tactics. And the industries are governed by the system, and they're obviously threat so threatened by me as an individual conveying this message that they're sending the anti-terrorism police to my door. And I think that's a good sign if I'm being seen as a threat. Mm. It's um, it's full on. And, and, we, and we've spoken about this in other podcasts about how the anti-terrorism police were involved in Friendly Geordie's situation. Yeah. And, and it is it is more of an attack on uh, people's right to speak freely. Free speech. And, and I think yeah. that, you know, I'll talk mad shit about Tash and Vegan Booty and the persona and what she's doing. I think she's doing a, I think she's doing it for the right reasons. Like she wants to help out. Oh, animals. you believe it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think, no, no, I don't mean she's, I mean, she's doing it for something that she really believes yeah, yeah, in yeah. and something she feels is, is good. And I think the worst thing that could happen from everything that she's doing is that her voice is silenced. Because for, for us to have free speech, we have to be, able to be shitty at someone for how loud their speech is. You know, and I, I think regardless of whether you see Tash as a nuisance or someone who is speaking the truth that you believe in or in the middle, her ability to speak it is is paramount in this situation. And, you know, I, I'll continue to make videos on Vegan Booty when she's running through a McDonald's drive through throwing meat patties at people, fake meat patties and stealing eggs. I will continue to do that. But uh, I think it's important that people got to know the real vegan booty in this conversation, and um, and yeah, no, good. I I think you you may need to calm it down so you don't go to jail. Yeah, don't go to jail. But um, we should call this episode behind the booty. Behind no, <laughs> no brackets behind the vegan booty. Isn't that called like um like fucking what's it called um cowgirl or something? Anyway, I um what. Uh, <laughs> That's like a it's a it's a it's a category on Pornhub. It's I know POV. what it is. <laughs> uh, so you were arrested at the Melbourne Cup the other day. How did you get to Melbourne? Aren't you in Perth? No, it wasn't in Perth. It was in Perth. It was, it was a, the Perth races. Yeah, right. I wasn't actually arrested. Everyone oh. keeps saying I was arrested, but I was just given a move on notice and kicked out. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not as fun. What, what's your, what are you going to what are you going to do next? What's the next big thing that's going to get you back in the news? Um, I have, have you got a plan? Do, not really. I'm usually pretty spontaneous um, and start oh. getting some ideas in my head just Christmas, before I do something. Christmas but is yeah. coming up. 
What about Christmas, Christmas hands? Eve, I always do a big action. That was one of my very first big disruptions was on Christmas Eve two years ago. So you could do something with Christmas with hams. Like, could you? What could we do with Christmas hams with you? Only hams, like only fans, but it's well, only hams. <laughs> Vegan booty. She gives a ham yeah. like that. That could be good. I actually held a real pig's head last year for Christmas Eve. Where'd you get that? So, what a what a celebration! <laughs> What a great way to spend your Christmas. Christmas Eve, I'm usually a bit pissed. Yeah, I'm usually at the pub getting hammered. <laughs> Tash is running around with fucking... Pig's heads. Pig's heads. <laughs> yeah, I got it in a slaughterhouse, so just thought, yeah, people need to see the faces of the victims they're eating. So disconnected from the flesh, the neatly wrapped flesh, that I thought it's important to show that these beings were individuals. You know what they say, you can't spell slaughter without laughter. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Did you know that, Tash? Did you know you can't spell slaughter without laughter? That should be the name of this podcast. And that's why and that's why I say slaughter is a euphemism for murder. And that's why I don't really say slaughter. I'll say murder. Wait, you can't spell murder without mud? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've gone off. This the is rails. getting silly. Now we we hit all the hard topics earlier. Now we're just being weird. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, yeah. I, 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 no, I, I think. Um, what What are your thoughts on my videos? I think that's a question people might want to know. What do you think about? Do you, no, do you the, mean specifically like videos about vegans, or just in general? Well, what about? Let's go in general first, and then and then go about you. Um. I haven't watched much of your stuff other than the videos about me, but what? I thought you were a Patreon member. <laughs> no, why is he telling people that? <laughs> oh, Lordy, we're about to run out of battery. Can you get my um my producer, Lordy's? Oh my god! Imagine if we lost. Oh no! Oh, stay with us. We've got ten percent. We'll be right. Um, yeah. Well, who I who did I tell that you were a Patreon member? Probably YouTube. <laughs> I think you in your last video about me, you said I was like buying your merch or something <laughs> like that. I should just make up ridiculous lies That's more so often. That's funny. great. Yeah, no, Tash is actually uh, she's a member of this um, this um, the podcast, the podcast channel. She's uh, she pays the top tier. She gets a Facetime call me once a week. This shit. That's really so funny. Many people believed it. They're like, I can't believe you're supporting him. That's really funny. I like it. That's really, really funny. If I sent you merch, would you wear it? <laughs> like not the vegan um, merch. Like, if you sent me your vegan merch, I'd add a few touches to it and I'd wear it. Peace in the Middle East coaster? Yeah, what about that? You, we can get behind that. Yeah, okay. I oh, See, she there wants the merch. Okay. Like a fuck you to the moon or something. I'll send, I'll send you something. I'll, um, I'll get you a dress. It's on the internet apparently. So I'll send it straight to <laughs> your front door. Oh shit! Well, oh, they um, sent it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah that's no. psycho. He's uh, he's actually our producer. Let's um let's finish off the show with some rapid fire questions. Tash, I don't want you to think about the answers. I just want you to answer them. All right. Okay. Okay. What animal based food do you miss? Nothing. Lies. What do you miss? Come on. <laughs> what about eggs? 
I actually don't. I'm repulsed by all of that. I really what was, don't what was your what was your favorite food, animal based food before obviously think pre think pre your thought process now. What was your favorite animal based food? What did you what did you enjoy to eat? Because you definitely must have enjoyed something. Uh fish and chicken. Nice. Ah, fish and chicken. Interesting combo, but I like it. Um it's a joke. She wouldn't have eaten it by itself. Um, all right, what's another question? Do you wear any leather? Do you wear any leather? That's a weird question. No, like cows. Only synthetic leather. I uh, don't wear actual pleather. skin. Definitely oh, ha- not. Have you ever found something that wasn't vegan that you thought was and then freaked out? Yes, but I can't remember exactly what it was. Isn't it like, isn't orange like Fanta and stuff? Maybe not Fanta, but like the home brand orange soda. Uh, it has crushed bugs in it. Oh, probably because it's cheap. I think. I, I think, think it's. So. Yeah, that's how they get the coloring. It's crushed yeah. bugs. That can't be right. No, it is. What? Yeah. There you go. Learn something new. Yeah. So it's an educational podcast. It as is well. an educational podcast. I, I think we've gone throughout the depths of vegan booty. We've explored vegan booty. <laughs> we found. Rephrase it. We, we explored <laughs> vegan booty. We found out she has worms. That was interesting. That was a great part. Her favorite foods are fish and chicken. Fish and chicken. She loves fish and chicken. <laughs> She she wants she wants to lock up people that beep at cows on the highway. What else did we find out? Yeah, just I don't know. I think we had a, a good chat. Well, well, Tash, thank you very much for your time. Is there anything you would like to uh, to say to the to the to the masses of people watching this brand new podcast? Don't say subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> I've no. already given you can if you want. Right, how about this? How no, about this? How about this? Only- how about this? How about this? What's one message that you have? that isn't related to veganism for the people? Oh, come on. It has yeah. to be vegan related. No, 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 just something else. You can have the vegan message after. afterwards, but let's let's okay. slide in something that's not – what's something else you're passionate about? What do you think's wrong with the world at the moment, other, aside from animal cruelty, that maybe we could, we could all be doing a bit better or something like that? Oh, God, there's a lot wrong with this world, but I think it all comes down to the inherent cruelty in animal ah. <laughs> She's good. She's very good. She's very good. No. <laughs> give, I'm not letting this podcast end okay, until you I'm give us something. Okay, I'm passionate about people standing by their convictions. No matter what cause it is, everyone follows each other like sheep. And if people are so afraid to speak out about things because they'll be slammed on social media, etc. coming from someone who is like one of Australia's most disliked people and is constantly slammed on social media. You just need to keep going and sticking to your convictions. Yeah, and constantly being slammed because I make videos about it. But I made you 18 grand, so you can't be mad at me. Were you mad at me at the start and then it became all good or was it just always who gives a shit? The first video I think I was because I didn't know who you were and then I was listening to this shit and you were, like, talking about my ass in that way. I was like, who the fuck <laughs> is this guy? Mate, I ha- how can I not? You call yourself, you call yourself, your name is Vegan Booty. I ha- how do I not comment on your ass? Because you're standing there in – listen, I'm, I'm a married man almost. You're a married man. You you got and I I refer to dirt uh, your you, your butt as dirt box because that's what my old man calls people's bottoms. Like, hey, get that bloody dirt box out of here! So it's <laughs> not a funny. it's not a crack at you. It's just ah, crack. Oh yeah. no, no, that wasn't the issue. But you t- said I had a flat ass and needed to do more squats. Do you do squats? <laughs> I was like, have, Fuck you, ha- have you done squats since then? Because I've got I've got no ass. I'm yeah. I'm te- I had terrible ass. Awful. Even little Dixon upstairs, she goes, mate, where's put, your ass? Put that. Get that fucking. 
disgraceful crack away from me, she says. <laughs> Did you squat after that? Was that something you, you said, well, come on, we've got to do these for the people? Um, probably a couple of years ago I got some resistant bands and started doing some, like, more workouts and stuff and started yeah. Muay Thai training and stuff. I've always been pretty active doing different shit, so, so I you, didn't you, really care. I didn't do more squats. See, but I, what I wanted you to do is I wanted you to get really angry at me and then, like, get on the juice and then just turn to this giant bodybuild and, like, just imagine if Vegan Booty, like, really hit the steroids really hard and you were just fucking jacked and just <laughs> running down. Imagine how scared people would be in KFC if you just start, get, get off the fucking wicked wings, mate. It might have more impact if you like I think it would. threatening to bash people. I think if you started threatening people, I know you, oh, non-violence, all this stuff. No, Fuck want, that, get violent. I want you to start threatening people <laughs> with your biceps. Just get in there and say, oh, fucking choke you out, you egg-stealing piece of shit. I already got good biceps. No, oh, know. how's the Warwick Farms on it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> vegan gains. Hey. Yeah, it's the real vegan gains. So um, vegan gains is going to come on the show. Have you got any pieces of advice for me to handle his um, completely sane mind? I don't know, to be honest. I, to be honest, I haven't even watched much of his stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. He's an interesting guy. He, he, he said to him, I said to him, you can come on, and then he messaged me, and I just hadn't replied because we hadn't really planned when to do the show and we we're still waiting for this studio to get built and and then he cracked the shits. He's like, Butterfield's ducking me, so I've just ignored him for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna get him on. I just I like to have him stewing at the moment. I just know he's sitting in Canada's rocking back and forth. It's all he's thinking about. It's all he's thinking about. I'm gonna have you on, Richard. Just chill the fuck out. But um anyway, Tash, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. I hope um I hope what people take away from this podcast is it's cool to make fun of each other. But there is a person behind it and having a crack at them's fun. It's great. People make fun of me all the time. Wonderful. But when you go and start sending death threats or threatening people in the street, that's not cool. And you shouldn't do that to to me, to Tash, even though she's on a terrorism watch list. You shouldn't do that to her. She may have links to Al Qaeda. We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Um, but I, I think she <laughs> may she might start her own terrorist organization. We don't know. We don't know. They've already done um, it. You know, uh, but uh, no, good on you, Tash. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, and Thanks for I, having me on. What's uh, can you wrap us wrap up this show in three words? Watch Dominion on YouTube. That's four. Oh, you fool. Sorry, we can't. We're going to cut, cut that, that out. Cut, cut that cut, out. Connor, <laughs> Connor is going to cut out the third word she used. So just watch watch YouTube. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, vegan booty. Thank you very much, Tash. Good on you. Bye bye Thanks. bye bye. All right, what do we think? It was a roller coaster. I know that one of the problems that we have with when you're having those arguments and those conversations is she has all this, like a plethora of arguments ready to go. Yeah. And we just don't have that because this isn't something we do on a daily basis. We aren't defending ourselves and what we do and how we live our lives yeah. on a daily basis. When, you, when you're when you out, and I think you have to be, when you're as outspoken on a subject as what Tashi's about, being a vegan yeah. You're going to have people asking you the same questions all the time, like, why don't you eat meat? What's the fucking difference? Blah, blah, blah. And like you say, you're going to have studies ready to go. Yes. You, you need to know what you need to know what you're fucking talking about. If yeah. you're going to be that loud and that, you got to be able to back it up in what you're talking about. Exactly. You, you need to, you need to know what you're talking about. And, and credit to her, like, she fucking, mate, she's making a lot of noise and she's got some fucking big lady balls, as you said. She does. Uh, she's got some big old balls. Um, 
But as I said during the show, I was just like, I'm not going to argue with facts and figures because she'll come back and say, well, actually, no, this there's is a study. incorrect. I don't like when people cite studies because there's a fucking study. There's a study for, for everything. everything. And for or against yeah. everything. And that's the thing. And and as I said, like I'm not one person to go and argue the science on one particular thing or the other because I just I'm not a scientist. You know, and I know she's not either, but in the vegan community, and this is what Lordy said, I mean, they've got their talking points. Yeah. It's like a politician. That's what it is. And like you, you know? said, it come back to that point about religion, like you were saying before, they've got it's almost like mantras. Like they're just things yeah. that you've got to got to recite and yeah, that, it's that kind of similarity, and like you said, it's like with politics, it's it's you know, it's it's the same kind of thing. But good honor, mate. Good honor for for jumping on the potty. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode of Cancel Me Now. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, fuck off. <laughs> um, make sure you hit subscribe. There's going to be a new episode next week. Bluey Nielsen, ladies and gentlemen, go and check him out at the Daily Blue. He has a satirical newspaper on the internet. It's very good. It's better than the Batuta Advocate. Far better. So go and cool. check it out. No, it is. Fuck those cunts. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Bluey, any last words? No, nah, mate. I'm excited to launch a new potty and, uh, yeah, can't wait, eh? Can't right, wait ladies and gentlemen, you, I, I, I shouldn't have be a good motherfucker. Maybe I should have something else here. Give your balls a scratch for me. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Give your balls a scratch. I hear I'm chat to the noise. Move too quick, can't stop for the talking. I hear I'm chat with the boys. Man's so tough, but man's keep walking. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.